Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 501. For comics originally releasing March 27th, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, we missed last week. C2E2's going on in the background for some people. And all kinds of stuff going on in the comic book world. What you got for me? Well, we got some uh, feedback. I... Uh, good luck to everybody over at, in C2E2. It looks like it, everybody's having a blast. I'm, I wish I was there with you. Uh, I'm sure Kyle does too. Absolutely. Um, could not pull it off. Um, staring at my badge right now, looking at it. Didn't get to use it. So um, kind of a bummer. Um, but it looks like uh, everyone's having a good time. And um, maybe next year. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, we got some feedback for our very special spoiler-filled episode on Captain ah. Marvel. Uh, Christopher Butcher says, thank you for mentioning how awkward and unathletic her running is. (laughs) (laughs) It bothered me the entire movie, and nobody, nobody I've ever talked to has even noticed it. So I I guess I'm the only one. Oh, yeah, I saw it, too. You noticed it, too. Oh, yeah. You're just too kind to say anything. I was the one. (laughs) At that point, I would have been piling on, so. (laughs) Um Marvin says, I watched Captain Marvel yesterday and really enjoyed it. should state that I don't know this character at all. I own exactly 14 Captain Marvel floppies, and they are all from around 2017. So I went in not knowing all the history. I was a little lost, but it really came together in the end. I made a conscious decision not to do any research for the backstory since the translation to film could never be the same as decades of serialized stories. Yep, I, just setting yourself up to failure yep. most of the time. <laughs> uh, I approach all comic-based films as separate from the print matter and enjoy or dislike them based on their own merits. That works for me. Of course, I listen to Drew and Kyle's podcast on the drive home. I thought it was funny because you you say a few a few minutes in, listen to this on the drive home from the movie. <laughs> and I already was. It was perfectly organic. Thank you. That's cool. All right, well, thank you, Marvin. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you listened to our episode as it was inten- as God intended. Um, so that was really cool. Um, let's see, we got some feedback from four five hundred as well. Our episode five hundred. John Mayo says, "Hey, congrats on five hundred episodes. Thank you." Yeah. John's at um, like eleven hundred, so he's like, <laughs> I think it was probably in quotes. Congrats! Yeah, is, was that essentially like a pat on the head, youngster? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You did five hundred. Um, Don uh, says, "Congrats, man." Uh, let's see, we've got. Uh, uh, let's see, who else is that? Jason says, uh, "Reboot, reboot." Congrats on five hundred episodes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. We can always go back to legacy for the big numbers. Yes, yeah. So this is—is is this episode one and five hundred one <laughs> simultaneously? Episode one, twenty nineteen. Yes, excellent. Uh, Wolf, <laughs> this is episode one of Savage uh, Sneak Peek. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, uncanny. Yeah, we need we need to do that. Uh, Wolf Warner says I gave you guys a a podcast shout out from the YouTube side of town in my weekly haul vid well that's cool Wolf Uh, almost makes me forgive you for tampering uh, with the Steelers and stealing our wide receiver (laughs) for grand theft of a third and a fifth round pick for the greatest wide receiver in the game Uh, so that's that's baloney but I hope you enjoy him, and I hope he I hope he snaps an ACL on the first first play. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for the shout out, Wolf. And if you haven't checked out Wolf's uh, YouTube channel, it's pretty cool. Every every week he um, goes through his comics. You get a little there's not a lot of time investment in there, but there always it's always a cool mix of what he's reading and what he's what he likes, and um, he flips through his comics there for you. So it, it's it's a pretty cool. I'll I'll put his. Uh, his video list in um, his YouTube channel in the show notes for you. Absolutely. You Always yeah. a good thing to check out on on uh, release day or the day after release day. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mike Myers says, hey, did you guys know that the Rampaging Hulk magazines have backup Moon Knight features? I think this is uh, directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, Mike, I did not. 
uh, and I call myself a Moon Knight fan. So I'm gonna have I had to research this, and yeah, it's uh, these these rampaging Hulk magazines from I think like the 90s. They ha- they had uh, Doug Monk um, Moon Knights in in stories in them. And uh, I've never read them, so I don't know if they're reprints or they're new stories. I'm gonna have to do some do some digging. They they're all like like eighteen fifteen bucks a piece. So I'm gonna have to look around for some cheaper versions just to check out what the Moon Knight looks. Like. I'm not I'm not willing to invest that much in them. But yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you I'm glad you have them. Not <laughs> not being a Moon Knight fan, and I do not. Uh, Daryl said he wants to know who is the next not Donny Cates or Matt Rosenberg, an indie creator who makes the jump to the big two. Ooh, hmm, that's a good one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of liking that Zach Kaplan guy that's doing Eclipse, and I think he's got another new thing coming out. I like him, and I'd really like Jay Faber who um, did Copperhead. There you go. Um, so I'd like to see them get tapped and come to the. They, hell, they may have already done Marvel's work, but <laughs> it doesn't jump to mind. How about you? Yeah. Any, anybody jump to mind for you? Oh, uh, guy who does. Who's the guy who does Ice Cream Man? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he's I doing do good know. work there for that. <laughs> oh shoot, let me look it up. Look at that. W. Maxwell Prince. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. He, I, just, I think he writes well, and he seems to have a large story in mind when he starts things. Yes, it, it, it is. It's a good... Ice Cream Man's still good, and each each issue, you're like, what? <laughs> wow, that's cool. <laughs> How did this get creepier? How did this get a... creepier and bigger, and the world is bigger now? And it, it, Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Uh, Ryan has a question for Kyle. Do you prefer tight, continuity-based Nightwing stories? Or loose but good Nightwing stories like the New Order book. Uh, and I, I does like... it matter if you does it matter in your preference if you are a fan of the character or not? So I guess he's asking also beyond the Nightwing, do you care about continuity or not? I'm I'm a big fan of out of continuity. Sometimes it just seems like you're so hamstrung by continuity and having to follow certain things. I mean, sometimes when it falls in line, like your your court of owls, and you can you can skirt with Nightwing within continuity with it, and like hit the lineage of his grandparents and all this stuff and things, and you know the stars align so that good stories fit in continuity. That's good, but a lot of time it, it just makes things more difficult. And like the New Order stuff was great. You got to take Nightwing, put him in a different world, give him a different viewpoint on things, and just yep. let him do his thing. And I. For the sake of better stories, just keep doing that. Okay. Okay. So for Nightwing, you you prefer out of continuity, and for the yeah. and by and large, you prefer out of continuity. Yeah, because like even some of my favorite Nightwing stuff is like the uh, the pre New Fifty Two Grant Morrison run of of uh, Batman and Robin, where Batman's gone. Yeah. And and Nightwing Dick's taking up the the realm of Batman. So it, yeah. while it's in continuity, that's actually happening there. They've obviously done something device-wise to get us to that. So we can tell stories that get away from, hey, Batman's here, and then, hey, Nightwing's here. So yeah, yeah. if you can fit it in continuity, that's great, and that's cool. But if, if you got to do Elseworld, or like even with Metal, I loved everything that was dark multiverse, because you could just start throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And mm-hmm. I, at that, especially not having, like, a ton of, you know, 40 years ago knowledge yeah. about things. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine not following all that stuff. So I, I, I think I'm with you most for the most part. Uh, where I take a pause is when characters don't act like I think they should act based on their continuity. So when... Okay, so like like it, when we saw the granted that we're, we're crossing from comic book to TV, but like the yeah. new Titans thing where it was the F Batman stuff, and you're like, well, I don't think that fits with Grayson at all. I I don't I haven't seen Titans. Okay, but, well that was, was in the trailer. Oh, okay, um, yeah I yeah so I guess like when like if you know Batman I don't know sucks at detecting and you know. Um, you know, is isn't if he's just if he's just not like how I expect him to to be, 
then he mysteriously that, seems to be okay with killing people all or, of a sudden. Or, yeah, or something like that. You know, and there, there, was, there was when Spider Man they aged Spider Man too much, and he became a rich mogul like Tony Stark, and I didn't like that as much. I like my Spider Man to be, you know, broke trying to make rent, down on his luck, still do still great responsibility. Um, great power comes great responsibility and, and does it anyway. So I, I don't like when he, he was like super tech wizard, rich corporation guy. So that fell out of sorts for me. Um, so I guess that's just basically characterizations, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, I like, I don't mind like Batman white Knight. I kind of, absolutely. I think it fits. I actually think it's in continuity. It kind of, it could be a future Batman story. You know, Killing Joke started out out of continuity. It's now part of continuity in canon. Um, Dark Knight Returns started out of continuity. It's now part of canon. So, I, you know, today's out of continuity story is probably tomorrow's. They'll they'll figure out a way to retcon it in. So, if it's good enough. Like New Order, why couldn't New Order be some kind of future Nightwing story, mm-hmm. right? Yep, absolutely. So I don't, I, I didn't, I did a terrible job of answering this question. So that's probably why he asked you. <laughs> he knew I would just meander and not really take a side. But I think... yeah, and for and, and with the as far as the as a fan part, I mean, I'm always going to try. I'm always going to dip in and out of Nightwing. I'm always going to be yeah. there trying to find good stuff. So, but with a lot of people who aren't a fan. They're just going to stay away from everything until they yeah. hear something's good. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Milo asks, "Why does Drew like slice of life comics, and what makes a comic slice of life? Any suggestions to read in this genre?" Okay, Alex and Ada. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, that that would be that would be a good one. Um, for me. Slice of com- slice of life comics come into like two camps. So there's um, like an Alex and Ada that can have some elements of science fiction way- woven in, but it's basically just a dude's life. Um, uh, like an an Air Boy by James Robinson and Greg Hinkle, where it's the two. It's actually those characters. But they're in a fantastical situation, but it is their lives kind of exaggerated. That's one type. And then there's just the straight up, no superpowers, no supernatural. People just live in their lives like a Sully's, where the guys work at a, uh, the, the characters all work at a cell phone store. Mm-hmm. Um, box office poison, aspiring writer works at the at works at the bookstore falls tries you know tries to get a girlfriend we just snot live, girl snot girl um although that got into a little crime element because there were people dying uh-huh. um, but yeah she was you know she was just a, an instagram model so um fence you know where they where they're trying out for the fencing team um, there's really nothing else going on. It's, there's no kind of superhero stuff. So that's just a slice of someone's life. Yeah, and no suspension of disbelief or of any kind, really. Yeah. It's just, it, it, and, and there's, you know, not all of them need to be autobiographical or biographical, but, you know, some of them are, some of them get that stuff like Airboy wedges that in there, but I would still say that's kind of slice of life as well, but. For true sl- true slice of life, it's like a box office poison or a Sully's, where it's just you know mundane mundacity, uh, you know, but with interesting things going on, you know. Um, I like that stuff, uh, and it it's usually interesting because it's usually not like not my life, so I can kind of relax. So yeah, so check some of those out, you know, Sully's, box office poison, Fence, Airboy, Alex and Ada. All good choices um, for an example of, of Slice of Life. Would you consider Archie Slice of Life? I would not. Um, but, yeah, I guess he doesn't really do anything else. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Archie could be considered Slice of Life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think of it, though, when I 
when I think of when I think of slice of life, I don't think of Archie. But yeah, you, yeah, you might be right. It's, yeah, it could be. Um, those are cool questions. Uh, you guys can ask. Uh, we we love getting feedback on our episodes. We got feedback on two of our episodes there. That was really cool. We get questions, um, comments. Those are always fun. We appreciate when people do that. Um, you can reach out to us um, directly on our social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Search com- Comics Fun Profit or Comics for Fun and Profit. You'll find us. Um, you can send us an email directly. Uh, comics for fun and profit at gmail.com. We had a couple emails. I I didn't get them copied over for this this week's episode. We'll get them later. Um, uh, so I, I appreciate uh, when I, I when you guys send this stuff in. And sometimes uh, I get the things get lost because it's, we've been gone for two weeks. So I got some of them in, but I don't think I got them all. So I'll do a better job of getting all of the feedback in. Um, so if you send something in. We'll probably we'll probably talk about it on the air. So well, we appreciate when you when you guys do that. Um, you can find all of our links uh, at comicsfunprofit.com, and um, you can even reach out and give us a a fun um, uh, iTunes review. We like that. We haven't got one of those hey, for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, also, we wanted to announce that in honor of our 500th episode last two weeks ago. Um. We had uh, one of our one of our listeners, Jason from Hawaii, who went to uh, the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. You heard his, some of his interviews, and he has sent us some signed comics, and we have some variant comics from some other folks that have been donated. We're going to donate some stuff, so we've got a whole new contest to to announce tonight. So. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to, this is going to be limited to Twitter. This is going to be, um, we want all that feedback on all of our channels and emails and things, but we're just, this is just going to be a Twitter contest. So when you see our, when you see our, uh, episode posted to Twitter, um, if you retweet and add us, so you at comics, fun profit and, you know, comment on the show or share with your, your people somehow. Um, retweets and ads are what we're looking for. Um, but, uh, that w- and that will get it into my mentions and then I'll be able to, this is like grandpa explaining. So social media, that's, that'll push it over into my mentions and I'll be able to track it. So then, <laughs> so then we can see, uh, who did that. So for the next, uh, roughly a month, we'll, we'll, we'll give a month of these. And then at the end of April, um, we'll select some random winners. We'll reach out to you. Uh, we'll, we'll slide into your DMs and uh, get your get your uh, address, and we'll send you. Uh, it's, some it's, it sounded a little creepy towards the end of it when you slide into the oh, DMs. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get all your personal information. <laughs> I'll just need your social security number, and <laughs> we'll ship that right out. But so yeah, so that's we'll we'll remind you um, each episode. But yeah, so it's it's all Twitter based. So grab this uh, episode's post on Twitter, and so five oh from five oh one on, uh, those retweets and ads count uh, as entries into our contest. So um, limited to Twitter this time. It's like we limited it to iTunes last time. So uh, we we think it'll be fun. Uh, we'll give it a try for a month, and uh, we hope we get. Um, uh, a lot of participation. And you we'll start working to... our way through all the social networks. Yeah, exactly. We'll be on. I don't know what's what else is snap. We'll be snapping before it's too late. Now that all the old personal information is gone from MySpace, we're going back there. <laughs> we're going to go back to MySpace. We're, yeah, I like it. That's awesome. But I uh, hope you participate in that, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And. Uh, and to celebrate our 500 episodes, this is a, another fun contest. Um, we had uh, February numbers. We're excited about those. Um, the February is always a terrible, terrible month. Um, I don't know if you've uh, had a chance to look at these yet, Kyle. Um, have you looked at these numbers yet? I believe I predicted them to be bad last month. Yes, yes, you did. If you haven't looked yet, we'll um, we'll go over the top... 10 um let's see and we'll see what you think 
and we can then we we also have those numbers so we can we can find out if you're right. So uh, the top one is Batman Who Laughs, number three. Okay. Then we have Batman sixty four. Okay. Followed by Batman sixty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venom eleven. Heroes in Crisis number six is is the fifth ranked. We've got Amazing Spider-Man fifteen at the sixth. Okay. We've got Uncanny X-Men number twelve at uh, rank seven. Flash sixty four at rank eight. So top ten appearance for the Flash. And Uncanny X-Men eleven. <laughs> That's not good if we're down to the Flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncanny X-Men eleven rank nine. And Avengers No Road Home, number one, uh, rounds out the top ten. So uh, that Uncanny X-Men 11 is a $8 book, so that must have been like a, <laughs> episode, like, like a 700th issue or 600th issue or something. I wasn't paying attention when that, when that happened, so it yeah. must have been some kind of legacy number. Um, so what do you take? A, you want to take a stab if you haven't seen the numbers yet. I already have. I can't participate. Okay. Um, if you want to take a stab at um, what the number one is selling, so what's Batman Who Laughs selling? And oh, that's always up over a hundred thousand. I think it was like a hundred twenty thousand last week or last month. And then what do you think? Um, that how many will be over a hundred thousand? Well, Batman. The next Batman's the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, those are in the eighties. Batman sixty four, yep. So you, you you're not you're not predicting a spike back over a hundred thousand for Batman sixty four. No, no way. I don't think. Okay. What is? I don't think any of these were were too crazy. They have, they had a nice B cover, but nothing to write yeah. home about. Well, we'll find out uh, in a second. Um, first, oh, let's go over the breakdown real quick. Uh, Marvel uh, owned the market with forty five percent of all comics shipped to comic book shops. DC came in second with 31%, and Image almost had 10%, but not quite uh, 9.3%. Uh, everybody else is under three. The Dark Horse, Dynamite, IDW, and Boom. And then after that, uh, uh, Viz gives you a 0.67. St. Martin's Press gives you a 0.16. And Oni gives you a 0.39. And then they just lump everybody else together for the last 5%. Um, so really, really dominated by Marvel and the big three, of course, as, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to get that, uh, um, that market share... Marvel shipped 86 comics um, and 40 uh, trades for a total of 126. Just kind of lapping everyone. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, DC did four, 59 comics. Image did only 47. This time last year, they had sh- they were shipping 87 comics. Jeez. So so they've almost cut in half the amount of floppies that they're shipping out. And uh, a hiatus could be explaining a lot of these. A lot of these are, you know, not shipping every month. So um, maybe half ship this month and half will ship next month. Uh, who knows? Um, only Dark Horse is only shipped 24, IDW 22, Boom 21, and Dynamite 20. And uh, everybody else shipped the last uh, 100 and some for a total of 389 Floppy comics shipped uh, for the month. We have um, uh, the top graphic novel, Mr. Miracle, um, the Tom King book, uh, finally okay. collected. So that's a good one. I At least I enjoyed it. Uh, Spider-Geddon uh, takes the second spot. Infinity Wars takes the third. Uh, a volume two of Immortal Hulk. Green Door takes rank four. My Hero Academia... At five, uh, Deadpool Secret Agent Deadpool at six, Man Eaters Volume One takes the seventh spot. Book I'm enjoying over an image, uh, and then another Infinity Gauntlet Deluxe Edition, and Captain America Volume One takes nine, and Amazing Spider Man Volume Two by Nick Spencer rounds out the top ten. So um, I'm hoping um, Mr. Miracle put a big number out. So we'll have to find out, and we don't have to wait this time because we didn't <laughs> skip a week. We can go right over, and um, now we can see some of those numbers and how we did. And it is, um, you were right, it's abysmal. 
Batman oh, wow. Who Laughs. Yeah, it's way lower than I even thought. Yeah, it Bat- almost didn't make it. Batman Who Laughs did one hundred and one thousand, and is the only title to crack uh, the top uh, over the century mark. Uh, you'll see Batman uh, 64 did 93,000 and then dropped 4,000 for when it, to to go to 65 it's down below 90 so it's in it's, it's in the high 80s like you mentioned. Hmm. Uh, Venom 11 is up to 84,000 it seems to continue to climb. Yeah, no each, kidding. Um we've got Heroes in Crisis uh, down to uh, below 80 now. Um Amazing Spider-Man at 71,000. Which is a solid number, but it, it had a lot of higher uh, in in previous months. That uncanny X Men uh, did uh, sixty eight thousand. Flash sixty four did sixty seven thousand. Uh, another uncanny X Men number eleven did sixty six thousand. And Avengers No Road Home did sixty four thousand. And we've got to go a ways, Kyle. Um, I'm going to jump down to Walking Dead, oh, to geez. down to 28th, and it is under 45,000 for Walking Whoa. Dead. So those Sinkevich, those Sinkevich covers were really, really propping this thing up last year. I don't think I realized that they were masking it. I didn't realize it was that gutted. Yes, um, we were we were in the 80s not that long ago. Yeah, and we're in a, we're in we're in the 40s now. Um, that's a bummer. Um, yeah. Shows just as good as ever, comics just as good as ever. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, people don't like it anymore. Everybody's going to trade. I don't know. Uh, it's possible. Uh, I, I don't have you know, you know, books book selling numbers, so I don't have Barnes and Noble or Amazon or uh, any of that on Walking Dead. So those. Those could those are those used to be huge. When every mm-hmm. once in a while we'd get a book scan chart, you know, there there was like half a million uh, comic sales in there for for just the volume one of of Walking Dead. So yeah, they always sell really well. Uh, but we yeah we don't have real real transparency on that. Um, mm-hmm. As you look down the chart, anything jump out at you? Um. Looking at some of the stuff on comic book page, and he does some of your more attrition numbers and your uh, your movements. And uh, our our number eight rank for that Flash sixty four is up seventy three percent. Yeah, so that's the price. That's the yeah. four the four issue crossover to mm-hmm. Batman and to Flash, and so it really helped the Flash. Um, oh yeah, uh, but it didn't. I didn't do much for the Batman, and I'm concerned that. Uh, when Batman goes back to that, uh, I don't know if you're current on it, but there's a terrible nightmare nightscape story arc right now where it's basically just uh, Tom King writing some poetry over top of oh no a, a story. It, it doesn't really make it. There's it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And I, I just maybe I'm not smart enough to figure yeah. it out, but um, it, it's really boring. And they did the first three issues of the arc. <laughs> took a break and now they're doing they did the price in between that four issue crossover between this it, an arc and they so they stopped an arc in the middle of an arc and now they're going to continue that and uh, now that the price is gone and go back to it which i think this week uh, may have came back came back in so um really weird timing um i don't know why they decided to do that I heard something about Tom King needing to do something in TV. So he, had to, he, had to, he had to take a break. I don't know. <laughs> and so he just threw his old slam poetry book at them and said, publish this. Well, no, that you, he wouldn't even finish his slam poetry. Oh, he stopped right. it so that Josh Williamson could come in and do this, this Price miniseries halfway through an arc. It just makes no sense at all. But you know he's had some great runs. You know, I I I really liked Mister Miracle. I liked a lot of Batman. I like a lot of uh, you know. I love the Vision, of course. Mm-hmm. Love love the the, the um, Sheriff of Baghdad. That was great. Um, so there's a lot of great stuff. I just think he's he just he he's really inconsistent in Batman. It's up and down. It's up and down, and. 
that that can be tough for some of these longtime Batman fans to take, and I I get it, I understand it. Drew, I want to play a game. Okay. At rank thirty, we have Guardians of the Galaxy issue number two. Okay. Forty three thousand six sixty two. Can you remember the number one numbers? No. Over 100,000, I'm guessing. 115,000. We lost 71,000 books. Almost 72,000 books between 1 and 2. 62%. Yeah, that's bad. Same thing with Captain Marvel between 1 and 2 at rank 39. It was 123,000 yeah. down to 37,380. 70% drop off. That's insane. That That is insane. We do have the the Chip Zdarsky Daredevil in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's first issue um, did sixty one thousand. Seems a little low, doesn't it? It does. And then Detect- does. Detective Nine Ninety Nine, uh, the penultimate before one thousand, only did sixty two thousand nine hundred fifty three copies into stores. What did you What did you put that uh, issue one thousand at? Do you think it was going to do 250000 Yes. So we're going to have a huge jump, we think, to yeah. issue 1000 next month. Which actually and I had actually, remember I had been saying, pick up the six-issue arc leading into 1000 just because. And it looks like there's not a lot of those, so yeah, <laughs> might 60, not be a bad idea. 60000 seller there. It's not that big of a deal. That one o'clocking dead just kind of blows me away. But yeah, you're you get to um, you get to number f- you know, the the fiftieth ranked comic, and you're at thirty thousand copies. Uh, you get to one hundred. You get to one hundred. You're at Green Arrow forty nine, and you're at seventeen thousand. Um, February's always sucked. Um, this yeah. seems like uh, extra extra suckage. Yeah, just a lot of low numbers. I'm just going to uh, skip over this month and hope it it's just an aberration. Yeah, is it usually like January, February, March, all bad? Or does yeah. March, do we see March kind of like pick up a little? March starts to be a little bit more like, all right, there's yeah. hope. There's some hope here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's, uh, that's enough. That's kind of a depressing. That's what I was just, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to look at that anymore. <laughs> So, uh, looks like DC took our advice, and they're looking for a new managing editor to oversee their entire comics division. Hey. So, somebody with so, to, to take over, hmm, who would they be taking over for? Is that Bob Harris's job? I'm not even sure. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure the difference between a... Editor in chief and a managing editor. I think Bob Harris is editor in chief, so I think a managing editor probably makes sure everything comes out on time, makes sure you know that they aren't contradictory and everything kind of meshes. Uh, and the stories don't suck, uh, and everybody's uh, uh, writing good stories that people want to read so they got their heads <laughs> they get their job cut out for them they're 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 gonna have um a challenge ahead i think um whoever that person is hmm. yeah and uh it could be you fill out that application send it in <laughs> yeah you could be the next managing Throw editor hat in the ring there you go uh it looks like jonathan hickman is set to return to marvel uh he did uh, that Avengers thing, that big event, like a few years ago. Um, then it, he did kind of disappeared for a while. Um, I was a fan of East of West in the beginning, but kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a couple other things at Image, but I, I don't think he stuck with them. Uh, I was... A f- kind of a fan of Hickman's FF run back in what was that like 2012 maybe mm, that sounds right yeah um, 
he was doing wasn't he doing like Fantastic Four and FF at the same time? Yes, maybe. Um, uh, what is, is there? Is Hickman work for you? Is he a, a, a creator that you like? Not necessarily. I, I, it's more miss than hit for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of Hickman stuff that I I just don't get. You know, he he weaves these tales that you know I think are confusing and convoluted for a while, and then they all come together later. I hear. But I'm usually not there yeah, <laughs> by the time they come together. You had already checked out. I've already checked out, yeah. Uh, looks like uh, former Marvel editor-in-chief Axel Alonzo and former Vice President Bill Yamus, Jemus, have now started their own com- comic company. So yet another new comic uh, publisher. This one is called Artists, Writers, and Artisans, the AWA. What's what's your first take when you hear that that name? What is it again? Artists, writers, and artisans. AWA. AWA. I don't. That's weird. I don't know. Ah, it's it sounds pretentious to me. Yeah, I was going to say that, that was the first thing that jumped out at me when uh, that I'm like, oh come on, that's silly. But anyway, um, so they've they've announced that they're launching this, and they have some interesting. Um, creators on board so garth ennis is gonna is is on board uh j michael straczynski um they they have some talent and uh we'll see we'll see what happens uh maybe like ahoy comics who they they pulled together some talented people and um maybe that'll that'll be something that that takes off there you go um uh, before we get into the FOC, uh, there was this released on Diamond's site. It said that online final quarter, final order cutoff deadline is now extended to 10 p.m. on Mondays. Uh, effective immediately, Diamond customers may place weekly final orders for titles and items carrying final order cutoff dates and order increase cutoff dates as late as 10 p.m. on Mondays via their My Account page in the D Diamond Retailer Services website, which we don't have access to. That's why you go through a retailer. They have access mm-hmm. to this. Um, uh, this is good for comic shops, so they have a chance to to get a little bit more time. It used to be 5 p.m., and I think now it's 10 p.m., but y- it's up to your local retailer whether they honor and give you a little bit, pass on the, the extra time to you, because they probably don't want to work until 10 p.m. <laughs> on, your, <laughs> on your FOCs. So check with them um, to see if uh, they're going to give you a little more extension on your Monday uh, deadline. I think right. I can hear uh, Eric saying, no, we're still going to do noon. Just no. We're no, still no, going to no, do noon. No, no, no. Yeah, and, that's, and that's definitely their prerogative. Um, they want to get that stuff done. But... It does look like you know if something happens, they they might be able to 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 hook you up. They got a little bit more wiggle room to play with, which is good. Hey. Good. So um, let's hop into that. No featured items this week. You know why? Because he's at C2E2. There you go. He doesn't have any time for no featured items. So we'll do the featured items. <laughs> That's right. Of course, the FOC is the final order cutoff. It's your last opportunity to have your comic retailer order another copy or order a copy that you did not do during your previews to be delivered on time as it should be and printed as it should be. So this is just another way to squeeze the last few dollars out of the things that we forgot to put on previews. Yes. But there's it no looks like these are stuff. all April 17th items for the most part. Mm-hmm. So there's your last bite at the apple. There you go. Uh, let's start in Dark Horse. Uh, I got nothing. Nothing jumped out at me. And DC. The final printing of Batman Who Laughs number one. The final printing of Batman Who Laughs number two. And the final printing of Batman Who Laughs number three. We are not getting views of these covers so I'm not sure if they're doing cool things with the final printings of these covers. They appear to be jock, but I don't know if we're doing different jock. They're doing the same with the Doomsday Clocks. They're doing final printings on those. And Heroes in Crisis, they're doing final printings on some of those. Um, I don't know how many printings they've done of these books, but 
Why do you think we're going to this final printing model? Because I think the U's and I's of the world are like, they're just going to keep printing them, so what's the point in collecting them up? But if there is a finality to them, and you'd be like, oh, cool, it's, it's a six-issue run series of printings on this, and that's the end of it. Uh, that adds a little more, more, more. Hey, maybe to it. Maybe uh, that's yeah, because especially like yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be able to get Doomsday Clock number one. That was two years ago. Yes. It shouldn't still be being printed. Correct. Um, Batman Who Laughs is going to a new mini series. They're launching a new mini series. You shouldn't still be able to get the previous mini series. Should I sell issue. my uh, first appearance, Batman Who Laughs? Um, just it's it's hot right now. Yeah, they're, um, saying, they're saying raws. If you got a nice raw, you can get almost hundred bucks out of it. Well, then that answers your question, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> also, my first Kate Bishop. Did you watch the uh, the trailer for uh, Endgame? No, I didn't watch any trailers. What for is Endgame. wrong with you? I don't. I don't need. I don't need to watch Endgame trailers. We are comic book speculators, and there's literally a part where Clint Barton is teaching a small girl to shoot a bow and arrow. We don't know who that small girl is, but if it's Kate, I just made a lot of money. <laughs> and even though we don't know who it is, I can easily make a lot of money because I got this book for two dollars, and it's worth a hundred bucks now. Which we think one is that's it? Kate, the uh, Young Avengers or whatever it is that I accidentally bought. Was that six? No. Because I was looking for that six, that first fraction, and I accidentally bought the other one that turned out to actually be Kate's first appearance. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And uh, that's Young Avengers number one? Yeah. Or number six? It's the, it's the number one. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's flying now because that trailer. Yeah, uh, Young Avengers number one, the Alan Heinberg one. And, and that's we don't hundred bucks. Kate or that's... Cassie, whoever it is. But, yeah. That's going for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess from a spec point of view, I just don't want to. I just don't want to be spoiled. So I'm kind of just like not looking at that stuff. But that's probably one I probably should check out. Yeah. I ha I haven't watched any of the Shazam. We're going to go to Shazam in here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I haven't seen any of those trailers. I hope it's good. There you go. The real Captain Marvel. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. They're doing all these final printings. Yeah. Um, so, so they're, they're going to be scarce. More scarce than they were because they're not going to print anymore. That's kind of cool. Uh, Naomi number four from DC, the Brian Michael Bendis. The series is blazing hot. If you have one, two, or three even, they are well above cover. Um, so jump on now. Interesting. Yes. Uh, uh, Nightwings, uh, B cover with, uh, by Yasmin Putri is pretty cool. Very good. I like it. I Kinda give it like the it. thumbs up. Good old job, Rick Grayson. It's too bad you jumped off this series. They, they, you know, they need to court me at this point. <laughs> How's the A cover look like? Chris Mooneyham. Just okay. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot more in DC for me. No, nope. got that terminus agenda it on the Teen Titans side of things, which I I have been enjoying Teen Titans. I like it. I don't read Titans, but I I do like Teen Titans. Yeah, and who's doing the B cover on that terminus? Cover A is great. Cover B, not bad. Who is it? Miko, something or other, and then I clicked off. Ah, gotcha. Miko Swayan. All right, IDW. Mm, nothing really for me. All right. Let's see what image. We got a second print of Assassination. That was quick. Yep, looks like the exact same print, so nothing to be had there with the second print. And if you liked it, you can grab the second print and then get number two with it. Fifth printing of die number one, Jesus. Printing money on those ones as well. 
Middle West number six. Oliver the number three. I got. It. I didn't even read two yet. I need to read two. Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, an appearance by Savage Dragon. This is a December 2018 uh, order code, so it's sure. a little delayed. But yeah, no kidding. Eric Eric Larson still cranking this thing out. It hasn't quite. I think uh, spawns. What's what's the spawn numbering? It's a lot higher, right? It's like 580 something, isn't it? No, nah, I think I was thinking it was like pushing 300, but yeah, 280. Sorry, I don't know why I said 500. But Savage Dragons. Um, Still occasionally putting out something. I'll read 250. When he does 250 and makes a big deal out of it, I'll read that one. <laughs> All right. Anything in Marvel? Uh, this uh, .hu, that's the Hunted storyline. Is that the deal? Mm, yeah. Okay. Now we have Amazing 252 Facsimile Edition. This is a reprint of uh, First Black Costume. Um, I've been doing a lot of these facsimile editions. They're kind of uh -huh. neat. Um, so I'll probably get this one. But you were getting that for a quarter not that long ago. No, you're never getting 252 for a quarter. Or not 252. Uh, you were, that was the Secret Wars. You were getting all the black suit stuff from those. No, it was um, it was that first carnage. That's like right. Two eight two eighty four. That was that first carnage. You were you were able to was it two eighty four? Maybe I can't remember the number um, off the top of my head. But the, the first appearance of carnage was they were readily available not that long ago. But yeah, two fifty two has been it's been kind of a key for a while. Zdarsky's Daredevil is now on its third printing. Um, Major X. Uh, what do you think about getting the second issue of this? This is that Rob Liefeld new character. Yeah. Two issue we went, series or a six issue miniseries. Yeah, so we went heavy on it. So on that first issue, do we just set out the rest? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. See if it comes to us. It wouldn't. Yeah. No reason to chase it. Yeah. Phil Noto cover is nice. We were interested in that first uh, Spider-Man Life Story, first issue, and the second one. Uh, this is a, about the this is the '70s, and it's got a Michael Cho variant, which is nice. But I I think I prefer the the Zdarsky kind of clean clean look to the Zdarsky cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm torn. I was thinking about it. Maybe I should just be getting all these Spider-Man life stories, but <laughs> could think about that one. I'm not sure. There you go. So, uh, Star Wars Tie Fighter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure on that one. That's and we have Star Wars Age Rebellion Special. They're, oh, not, yeah. they're, they're nice, essentially one-off stuff. So just give them a shot. Oh, it's a, no, it's a uh, the Tie Fighter is or a the five Tie issue. Fighter, sorry, the Age of Rebellion stuff is what I meant to say. Yeah, the uh, Tie Fighter is intershadowing the Empire's salvation, the Rebellion's doom, as the war against the Rebellion stretches on. As the innocent people of the Galactic Empire who are most at risk, an elite squadron of Tie Fighter pilots is assembled to help protect Imperial interests and hammer the Emperor's fury down the treasonous and violent Rebel Alliance. I think I missed this completely. It's Jody Hauser, though, and Jody Hauser did that um, Star Wars Thrawn series, uh -huh. which I loved. Um, so I wonder if this would be good. I be. have the feeling that Thrawn's a better character than yeah. ra random Tie Fighter B. <laughs> random Tie Fighter dude, yeah, you're right. 
It's good to see that the Star Wars Vader Dark Vision sold well enough to go to a second print. Yeah. Okay, so this True Believers Avengers Endgame Gather Saga and Thanos Final Battle, is this all stuff that's ripped from the movie? Or the movie's Rebranding ripped? Avengers 1963 issue 71. Is that how old this is? That's how old Infinity Gauntlet is? No, because it says Endgame, but it's not actually Infinity Gauntlet Endgame. Oh, okay. They're tricking me. Yeah. And the Gather Saga is 343 from 1963. Have you heard anything about War of Realms? Huh. Anybody reading it that you know? <laughs> is it out? I don't think it's out. Yeah. Maybe it's not out yet. Uh, I believe that's the final issue of West Coast Avengers, number 10. R.I.P. Oh, man. Yeah, and they're just, I don't even think they know. They, they, they knew it. Doesn't look like they got to do anything special. That's too bad. Uh, if you'll notice, are you done with Marvel? If you go into Boom, that there is no FOC black badge. Oh. So the first eight had an FOC variant. Mm-hmm. No, no, number nine does not. Uh, think that's they're done with that. Yeah, that was that's just a minimal. Interesting. Or you think they'll bring it back? Probably not. Probably all they had. So you did all eight FOCs. Are you done with black badge? Yeah. Although it is, uh, I, it's a good. It's a, it yeah, was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty maybe good. not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I may have been too harsh. Um, Stronghold was really good. The aftershock book. It's third issues there. Um, so many good things from aftershock. Oh. Look at that. I uh, got Lollipop Kids. That's good. Animosity's mm-hmm. still pretty good. Moth and Whisper Trade Paperback, which is great. I, I passed on Mary Shelley's Monster Hunter, but I bet you it'll be good. I did not pass on Mary Shelley's Monster Hunter. Did you? Did you order some of those? Oh, yeah. Um, Stronghold and Walk Through Hell, both good. And that looks like everything. What is Amped and Darkon and Dual Identity? They don't have publisher names. Katrina, Magica, Wayward Legends. These are all like generic. I have to click on them to find out. So Amped is from November of 2017. Uh, the original order code. It's now got a May release date, and it's uh, Absolute Comics. I, it, yeah, that was that um, book about a uh, wheelchair uh, superhero. Um, so that yeah, I remember that. That was a long time ago. Red Giant. And then Darkon also has that. So it must be the same Red Giant. Do you think these are reissues offered again or they were just delayed? Uh, reissue? Yeah. All look, This all looks like Red Giant stuff. Yeah. And all originally uh, August 17 order codes... And then with a white widow cover variant that's reissued for February 2019. So whatever that means. Yeah. I don't I don't know enough about that. So I'll probably steer clear of all those. <laughs> that's it for me for the FOC. Good stuff though. Yeah, not too shabby at all. You still thinking about that black badge? Uh, I'm out. I, enjoy, I want I want my 
secret FOC cover bees, and that's it. Yep, you got you got um, a nice run of eight of those FOC variants. Print run's got to be minuscule on those. Oh yeah, there'd be a nice little package to put up. All right, that all for the FOC and everything, Drew. Uh, let me see if I have any other straggling uh, items. No, we can go right to the sneak peek. Let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's find new releases. Let's search for the next coming week, March 27, 2019. Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in Image. Hey, my Barrier Limited Edition slipcase is finally coming out there this you week. You buy the empty one to put the books you already bought in? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, I did that. Um so ten bucks. Or well, you can buy the whole thing, the whole set for thirty, and you wouldn't have had to go through the trouble of ordering each barrier. Well, I think it was all. I think it was all offered it. in the same week, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could get all five order in that same month. It came out weekly or something like that. Yeah. yeah interesting. Let's see, Black Science, which um, I think is winding down. Uh, that Rick Remender book. Hardcore 4 is... Uh, first two were really good. There's the the Ice Cream Man you mentioned. We're on, we're on 11 now. Mm-hmm. And we got a cool Babs Tar B cover. But I really like the A cover. I think it's pretty fun. And it's Martin yeah. Marazzo on it. Yeah, W. Maxwell Prince. Doing some good stuff. Uh, Maneaters Returns with a couple of cool covers. Outcast is that the one that's ending soon? Yes, that is ending soon. So we've got to get to fifty. Yes. So he we says hoping. Yeah. yeah, ten more of those. Uh, we've got Sharky Bounty Hunter, which did I read the Sharky first one? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I think I read that first issue. Skyward, it's eleventh. It's starting a new story arc. That's been fun. Snot Girls on 13. And Spawn, you were you were close. It's five-ish away from 300. Yeah, 295. It's, it's way closer than, uh, than Savage, Savage Dragon. Yeah. But I think I think McFarlane's been kind of like farming his his series out to other people to do. And, and Eric Larson's done every issue of Savage Dragon, I think. Yeah. Lots of good stuff oh, in Image. You ready to head on down to Dark Horse? Yeah. This back... This uh, Bad Luck Chuck looks pretty good. It's Leela Gwynn doing the writing with art by Matthew Dow Smith. Um, this person, uh, it's about Charlene Chuck Manchester, who has uh, been cursed since birth with bad luck. So she kind of hires out her bad luck. She's the opposite of Domino or Black Cat. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. So it looks kind of fun. Could be a good time. Could be a good time. Could be. Dumb. Optioned quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very, very you easy. Never I know. can see that. Yeah. Um, Holy cow! That's... An omnibus of mind management. Wow. Volume one, though, doesn't yeah. even cover it. You know. The mind management comprehensive report one of three. Crazy. Jeez. I think it's all I had in Dark Horse. All right, check out IDW. Uh, we got our first issue of Glow. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Netflix series. Um, art style is not great. Uh, by Hannah Templer. Sorry, Hannah. Uh, but written by Teeny Howard. I don't know. I thought more of it, um, before that it might have a chance. But since I bought some of those Stranger Things and they did nothing, I think, um, the mistake is to, you know, you want to stay away from Glow. There you go. Rick and Morty's director's cut, or Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons director's cut number one. We talked about it looking. I said Dungeon Master's Guide. You corrected me, so I can't remember what your nerddom told me that actually was. Player's Handbook. Player's Handbook. But I don't know for sure. Yeah. I don't don't know where mine are. I think I probably stole them. You probably stole them. (laughs) All right. Let's head on down to see DC. 
Um, the Batgirl is a Yasmin Putri, the B cover. It's really nice. Very good. I, I just want to find all these Yasmin Putri, uh, where he does, like, that one is similar to one that he did for Hood and one that he did for Nightwing. I kind of want yeah. to put them all beside each other. Yeah, they're pretty slick. Uh, this is uh, Detective Comics 1000. Oh, yeah. This was all the covers from all the different decades. Um, we liked a lot of these. But I yes. think I was the biggest fan of maybe the Frank Miller 1981. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of good ones in here. Um, the Capullo's really good from the 2010s. Um, so I, I don't know if you can go wrong with it. The midnight, the midnight release variant's very nice. Mm-hmm. They're ten bucks a piece, so choose Ooh, wisely. Yeah, no kidding. Now, um, Dial H for Hero is the final of the four young uh, line, the Wonder Comics line. Mm-hmm. But this is is not written by Bendis, so. Young Justice was written by Bendis. Wonder Twins was not. I think that was Mark Russell. Um, he did Naomi. Bendis did. And now this is Sam Humphreys and Joe Quinones, Quinones doing Dial H for Hero. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in this one. I remember the last Dial H for Hero. That was like, was that New 52-esque time? Yes. And it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so I'm not thinking this is going to be any good, but I'll probably sample it. Hmm. I think it's going to be really, really underordered and really, really. I don't know because it, because the fourth one. Yeah. And all the other ones have really been well received. Exactly. But I, I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be super low. You do. Yeah. A uh, great Ryan Sook flash cover B. I think it's really nice. I've heard really great things about Freedom Fighters and have totally missed the boat on this. So we're already on issue four. So it's uh, Freedom Fighters, they're punch, punching Nazis. 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 Uh, Robert Venditti doing the writing. Eddie Barrows on art. Um, Heard good things about this. Might go try to pick this up and trade because I think I've already missed the boat too too much. Your B cover for Shazam Four is Jim Lee, and it looks awesome. Oh wow, that is nice. But those Eagle Sham cover A's are pretty nice too. Yeah, big fan, big fan. All right, that's all for DC. Let's see what Marvel has for us. Hmm. Other great. Oh, that's not a Zdarsky cover for Daredevil 3. That's a Totino Tedesco. I was thinking he was at least going to do the covers. Yeah. On all these. Bum. Hulk Vereens. Yeah. Uh, I, read th- I read this first issue. Uh I don't know much about Weapon H, um, but I don't. They they could be throwing there. There there could be yet another new Hulk amalgam that comes out of this. But um, it, it didn't happen in issue one. Ah. Uh, there's the Incredible Hulk facsimile for one eighty one. The first. Wolverine, which I have one of those coming. I'm excited about. Always get those. They seem to just be fun things that you want to have at the very least. Closest I'll get to 181. There you go. I hope I hope it looks so much like it that I can put it in a top loader on my shelf and and people will do a double take and I'll be They'll like, go, ooh. ooh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a nine eight. He's a big timer. <laughs> Superior, I'm still reading that. Enjoying that. 
but that's pretty much it. Yep. Need anything in dynamite? Definitely not. Nothing boom, there. Boom. Uh, no, not really. All right, let's look at some of our smaller things. Let's hopefully find something. Yeah, no kidding. I'm gonna have to go with one of these, one of those DC books if we're not careful again. Is this the last cinema pur Purgatorio? No, this is a penultimate. The 18. penultimate, oh yeah. 18 is the last. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. What is Star Bastard, number one? Scout Comics, Andrew Clemson. Okay. Equal parts red dwarf and green alcohol. Alright. There must be something there. So many boundless book covers. Yeah. My goodness. Alright, Drew. This is the point in the podcast where I make your life very difficult and ask you what's the book worth picking up this week that's going to go up in value? Well, I mean, I got... I got either Bad Luck Chuck, or I can go with one of these pretty B covers on DC. I think I'll just I think I'll take a shot with Bad Luck Chuck from Dark Horse. There you go. And I will say Shazam number four cover be the Jim Lee cover. Nice. I think that's going to sneak up on a few people. So I want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we rumble through episode number five hundred and one. On our way to bigger and better numbers, more and more podcasts, and some Twitter-based giveaways for you guys, of course. If you found some better gold than we did digging through this week, please drop us a line. Tell us what you think is a better pick of the week this week. Or if you agree with us on ours, throw that out as well, because it's always good to hear a little confirmation. So we want to thank you once again, and for Drew, and for myself, see ya.